Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the TR90 Body Burn 30 support call. This call happens Monday through Friday at this time, which for me is 6.40 in the morning. If you're in, on mountain time, it's 8.40. Texas time is 9... Oh, wait a second. It's 7.40 mountain time, 8.40 Texas time, and 9.40 in Michigan and the East Coast. Feel free to share that your um, this number out for other people that might be on that TR90 lifestyle. And you can always call in at 712-775-8972 and put in the the code when it asks for it, 910022. Thrilled that you're able to join us this morning. My name is Susan Mann. I'm out of Portland, Oregon. And I come to you with an education background, but a huge interest in both health, nutrition, and exercise because I had grandparents that had adult-onset diabetes and heart disease, and I really didn't want to travel down any of those particular paths since those were things that were running in, that are running in my family, and I really don't want to do that. So with that being said... The TR90 program in a nutshell. Oh, if you ever miss these calls, you can pick them up on SoundCloud. Put in Frank, F-R-A-N-K, Lomas, L-O-M-A-S, and TR90, and they will pop up. If you get your podcast through a different podcast service, if you put in Frank Lomas and Solutions, the digit four, anti-aging, they could well pop up as well as with the TR90 um, code in there, or with TR90. Um, these calls are archived back nine years now, because it goes all the way back to the beginning. And at first we only did it three days a week, but eventually we expanded to five days a week, various different hosts over the years, um, different subjects. Uh, I just find that there's a wealth of information in the archives, the more recent ones, we've actually been adding the topic for the call as well as the um, who the host was and what the date was. Glad that you're able to join us on this first day in November. And with that being said, that TR90 program is one really good clean, lean meal a day, two shakes a day, three snacks a day when you're first starting out. 30 grams of protein at least three of those meals. The higher quality the protein, the better it actually is and the program works. With that being said, also keep in mind that if you're a much larger person starting out, you might need to have maybe four four meals that you have 30 grams of protein, or you might need to increase the amount of protein at each of the three meals. Either of those scenarios works. Take the supplements 15 to 20 minutes before a meal, if at all possible. If not, just take them with your meal. It'll still, they'll still, it'll still work. It's just not as effective as if it was onboarding your system prior to the nutrition hitting your stomach. So, with that being said, um, seven plus servings of fruits and vegetables daily. Uh, really lean protein. Um, can be plant plant based as opposed to um, animal based on the protein. 
Getting seven to nine hours of rest daily is really an important key. Many times when people go into metabolic syndrome, it's because they're either not exercising enough, they're not getting enough rest, and those two things, along with the hydration, will um, start putting you where you're not burning as much fat as you need to be burning off or would like to burn off. The current thinking on the staying hydrated is one ounce for every two pounds you weigh. So if you weigh 100 pounds, the minimum you should be drinking is 100, uh, 100 pounds, 50 ounces of water. So one ounce for every two pounds. Making sure uh, that if you're exercising heavily or if you are in a very humid area, you'll need to increase that in order to stay hydrated because many times um, hydration masks as hunger and so my go-to has always been to go back and drink a glass of water before I think about food because, well, it may be just because dehydration is already starting to kick in. 30 minutes of moderate to heavy exercise at least, three, at least five days a week. Um, that's also a key component of this program. And with that being said... I wanted to be sure to share with you some information that would help with that TR90 lifestyle. And this information is actually coming out of a book that's called Superfoods Health Style, Simple Changes to Get the Most Out of Life for the Rest of Your Life. It was written by Stephen G. Pratt, MD, and Kathy Matthews. Uh, There's such a wealth of information in this book that I keep going back to it and sharing bits and pieces out of it because... It really does follow along, and the research that's based in there is following along with what um, our TR90 program is all about. So one of the things you might want to consider adding is wild salmon. And typically, it is a marine-derived omega-3 fatty acids. It has B vitamins, calcium when it's canned with bones, selenium, vitamin D, potassium, protein, and carotenoids. The sidekicks to the wild salmon are the Alaska halibut, the canned albacore tuna, sardines, herring, trout, sea bass, oysters, and clams. And again, those sidekicks are Alaskan halibut, canned albacore tuna, sardines, herring, trout, sea bass, oysters, and clams. Try to eat three to four ounces at least two to four times per week. Salmon has received a great deal of attention lately because of its health-promoting benefits. It is recognized as a superfood, and research continues to highlight the wisdom of including salmon and its sidekicks routinely in your diet. While salmon is rich in protein, B vitamins, potassium, and other important minerals, it's the ample supply of omega-3 fatty acids that make it such a standout among the health-promoting foods. The story of omega-3 fatty acids in the diet is an interesting one. First, very, first a little very simplified chemistry. There are two fatty acids essential because the body can't manufacture them and must rely on dietary supplies. 
that are vital to health. They are the omega-3 fatty acids and the omega-6 fatty acids. Both of these fatty acids are similar enough in molecular structure that they compete for entry into the cell membranes around each cell in our body. Once upon a time, about a century ago, Americans got a significant percentage of their dietary fat from free-range animals. This source of fat had high levels of omega-3 fatty acids. A century later, two important changes in our diet have resulted in a dramatic shift in our essential fatty acid balance. Our meats are much lower in omega-3 fatty acids, since these animals are now no longer primarily free-range. Their diets are now rich in omega-6s, and thus so are the meats they produce. Moreover, our packaged foods are high in omega-6 fatty acids due to the increasing use of corn, safflower, cottonseed, and sunflower oils that are used to produce them. The end result of these two critical changes is that crucial health-promoting omega-3 fatty acids have been crowded out of our diets. Researchers speculate that due to this gradual change in the source of fatty acids and the effect of both our mental and physical health could be seismic For one thing, the body relies on a rich source of omega-3 to build the flexibility and efficient cell membranes. A cell membrane that is deficient in omega-3s will function poorly and will put you at risk for a host of disease, including stroke, heart attack, cardiac arrhythmias, some forms of cancer, insulin resistance, asthma, hypertension, age-related macular degeneration, chronic obstructive lung disease, or COPE, autoimmune disorders, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, and depression. Dr. William S. Harris has said, in terms of its potential impact on health in the Western world, the omega-3 story may someday be viewed as one of the most important in the history of modern nutritional science. There's little doubt that if you want to preserve your health, you should include increasing amounts of food sources of omega-3 fatty acids in your diet, while at the same time decreasing your intake of omega-6s. Increasing your intake of omega-3s can play an important role in promoting cardiovascular health. Omega-3 fatty acids promote the production of anti-inflammatory hormone-like substances known as prostaglastins. These prevent platelets from sticking together, thus promote blood flow. Omega-3s also improve the ratio of the good-to-bad cholesterol and lower triglycerides, another form of fat that may be more dangerous than elevated cholesterol. Omega-3s also stabilize your heartbeat, thus preventing cardiac arrhythmias that can lead to sudden death. For, so here are some tips for increasing your intake of omega-3 fatty acids. Use omega-3 enriched eggs, such as Eggland's Best or Christopher Eggs or Country Hen Eggs. Cook with canola oil rather than corn or safflower oil. Eat walnuts and soy nuts, pecans, and pumpkin seeds. 
Sprinkle wheat germ and or ground flax seed onto cereal and yogurt and add a tablespoon or two when baking. Eat salmon or its sidekicks two to four times per week. Look for salad dressings that contain some soybean or canola oil. Use walnut oil in homemade salad dressings. Add ground flax seeds when baking muffins, breads, and pancakes. Avoid processed foods, including packaged cakes, cookies, and baked goods. So those are just a few of the things um, we can do to increase those omega-3 fatty acids. Omega-3s are important players in the effort to reduce elevated blood pressure. Evidence has shown that more than omega, the more omega-3 fatty acids you consume, the lower your blood pressure. So this should be reason enough to make fish a regular part of your diet. Salmon and its sidekicks also promote heart healthy heart health by possibly lowering the risk for atrial fibrillation. I'm having a hard time with that one this morning. One of the most common types of heart arrhythmias. In a 12-year study of 4,815 people over the age of 65, it was found that eating canned tuna or other broiled or baked, not fried, fish one to four times weekly yielded a 20% lower risk of atrial fibrillation. For those who ate even more fish five times weekly, enjoyed a reduced risk by thir- of 31%. Finally, in terms of cardiovascular health, a meta-analysis of eight studies found that the risk for ischemic stroke, the type caused by the lack of blood to the brain, drops inverse relation drops in inverse relation to the fish consumption. Those who ate the most fish enjoyed the most reduced risk. Eating fish five times a week yielded a 31% reduced risk of ischemic stroke. A fascinating body of research has also shown that omega-3s can promote mental health. When you consider that your brain is 60% fat and it makes sense that the type of fat could affect its functioning, perhaps the most intriguing research on omega-3 fatty acids has suggested that the plague of mental health issues witnessed in the 21st century, including depression and attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, dementia, schizophrenia, bipolar disease, and Alzheimer's, could be due in part to the lack of sufficient omega-3s in our diet. Various recent studies have highlighted the role of salmon and its sidekicks in promoting better mental health. One fascinating study found a relationship between the consumption of fish rich in omega-3s and the hostile score, hostility scores of 3,581 3, young urban black and white men. These young adults were enrolled in the CARDIA, C-A-R-D-I-A, which stands for Coronary Artery Risk Development in Young Adults Study, which is trying to determine the factors that promote the development of heart disease. As high hostility levels are associated with the development of coronary artery disease, the researchers were interested to find that the young adults with the highest intake of omega-3 fats 
were 18% less likely to exhibit high hostility compared to those who did not eat fish high in omega-3s. Another study, Risa study, found that the people over the age of 65 eating at least one fish meal a week could reduce their risk of developing Alzheimer's disease. The study involved 815 residents of Chicago. Those who ate fish at least once a week had a 60% lower risk for developing Alzheimer's compared with those who never or rarely ate fish. Researchers noted that some participants in the study also saw a decreased risk for Alzheimer's after eating vegetables and nuts rich in omega-3 fatty acids. It's not only the young adults and the older folks who benefit from salmon and its sidekicks when it comes to mental health and performance. One study found a correlation between salmon and tuna and the mental performance in midlife. The five-year study of 1,613 people found that eating fish high in the omega-3 fatty acids several times each week reduced the risk of impairment overall of cognitive function by almost 20%. Those who ate a diet high in cholesterol, by contrast, were found to have a 27% greater risk of impaired memory and mental flexibility. Pregnant or nursing women and women of childbearing age and children should look at the FDA site, which is www.epa.gov slash mercury slash fish.html. So that website is www.epa.gov slash mercury, M-E-R-C-U-R-Y slash fish dot html before um, they should check before consuming tuna so with that being said i'm going to stop there for today i think i've probably run a little bit long at the top of the hour if you're looking to uh, build a new skin business hop over to facebook one team global live and somebody will be showing information on how to build a new skin business i'm going to take us all off mute so we can say goodbye to each Well, that was a mouthful to get out about salmon and omega-3s. Yay. Well, with that being said, I'm going to hop off the line so that um, we can get started with our day. I'll be back tomorrow with more information about why it's important to be eating salmon and its sidekicks. Hope you have a great day, and I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much.